Welcome to the Leadership Foundation Whispercast. A whisper is an introduction to an upcoming full-length podcast, which gives you time to do some appropriate thinking and even some reading if you'd like to. It also allows you to ask questions and to make comments that will be included in the upcoming podcast. I'm Rick Enlow, and I'm here with Dave Hillis, President of Leadership Foundations, and this particular whisper is going to get us prepared for the full-length podcast on the urbanization of the world. Mm. So we're just going to drop kind of the big idea and a few references. So, Dave, what do you think? Well, Rick, I am uh, particularly excited about this whisper, uh, in part uh, because, of course, leadership foundations exist um, in our essence um, to engage um, the cities of the world. Um, but also because we're going to have a chance to talk to one of the leading experts um, on what I would call urban missiology, and that's Dr. Ray Bakke. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray has been a very significant mentor um, for leadership foundations in our, our 50 years. Um, he is mentioned in the book significantly with regard to his contributions. And so. And when you say the book, uh, you're talking about? The, the Leadership Foundation book that we have uh, written um, called Cities, uh, Playgrounds, or Battlegrounds, uh, Leadership Foundation's 50-Year Journey of Spiritual and Social Renewal. Yeah, it's a great book. And if you don't have one, uh, Amazon or uh, get a hold of us and we can make it happen. Yep, at, uh, uh, Amazon, or you can actually get on our website, uh, which is www.leadershipfoundations, all spelled out, dot org. Okay. And, uh, and go to our media page, and uh, there will be a, a place to order the book. Yeah, great. Uh, okay. So... Yeah, so Dr. Bakke is definitely a huge part of the history, and like you said, uh, you, you mentioned him in the book, we're at. Yeah, he, uh, he will actually come up in the first chapter. Um, one of the things that we do is we talk about uh, the mothers and fathers whose shoulders we stand on. Um, I, again, just parenthetically, one of the things that was very important for me um, is to recognize that. I, I, uh, I have found uh, it to be if not utterly distasteful, um, at least out of step when I think about many of the organizations, churches um, that are out there and sort of think that uh, they birthed themselves. Uh, that right. Somehow it all started when they started. Uh, and the truth is that we all are a result of others who have gone before us. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's certainly true with the Leadership Foundations, and we try to highlight uh, some of these women and men, of which there were many, they would actually be their own book if I, I went so far. But Ray was one of those uh, prominently, and uh, and so he comes up in the first chapter. But more specifically, when we do get a chance to have him on this whisper cast, what he will do is talk specifically about the urbanization of the world mm-hmm. and what is actually taking place. And there's a, a short ex- excerpt here, Rick, that I would like to read that I think will set this up. Um, that Ray will again talk in much more detail about, um, and I can make a few further comments. Yeah, sure. Um, so, so what page are you reading from? Re- reading from page 33. Uh, it's the uh, chapter 2, um, and we simply call it uh, City Challenges and Opportunities. Um, one of the things about this, each, each chapter actually has um, quick quotes uh, from different women and men who we... I think kind of captured it, and uh, at the beginning of this chapter, um, we actually have Rousseau, um, who was a French intellectual renaissance, um, and said this, cities are the abyss 
of the human species. Uh, that would be a decidedly anti-urban view um, of cities surfacing. But I think Rousseau uh, at least has a hint of what could happen. Um, and for many people today living uh, in cities, probably experientially feel it. Um, yeah. it it's, it's an abyss. Um, you go to a city like Delhi of 22 million that they officially record, uh, and that leaves out the other probably five to seven million that um, move in and out of the city every day. Right. Um, and having been there, um, you you would you would have to look at Rousseau and say this feels abyss-like. Mm -hmm. But we um, kind of compare and contrast that to another quote by a wonderful poet by the name of Denise Levertov who says this, I saw paradise in the dust of the streets. Mm -hmm. In other words, she looks at that same abyss that Rousseau describes and says, yeah, I mean, th there's some, some real problems, uh, but I actually see paradise embedded in it. Um, so that sets up the chapter, um, but let me, let me read here just some of the statistics of, of the urbanization of the world. The majority of the world's population now lives in cities. This is a recent trend in history, as until the last century, most of humanity lived in rural areas of the world. As recently as 100 years ago, only 20% of the world's population lived in urban areas. Of the 7 billion people on Earth, over 3.6 billion live in world cities. A large percentage of this urban growth is in developing nations, much of it in Asia and Africa, with the majority of the population under the age of 30. In the U.S. alone, the urban population grew by 75% in the last 200 years. It is expected that this trend toward growth in urban areas will continue. Between 2011 and 2050, the world's population is expected to increase by 2.3 billion, passing from 7 billion to 9.3 billion. At the same time, the population living in urban areas is projected to gain 2.6 billion, passing from 3.6 billion in 2011 to 6.3 billion in 2050. Thus, the urban areas of the world are expected to absorb all the population growth expected over the next four decades, while at the same time drawing in some of the rural population. Mm. Wow, what a remarkable, it's, I mean, three-fourths of the world in cities. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, and it's, it's, a, it's such a seismic shift, um, Rick. It's almost, sometimes I think, you know, the old adage of, um, you know, the fish trying to describe the sea it swims in. It's, it's like almost a given. And I think that's actually what has happened to us, so that when you um, begin to talk about some of these statistics, um, it, it's sort of jarring to the system because it's like, well, you know, it just, I mean, you know, the world's a world, but it's like, no, there's, there's actually a, a seismic shift that is taking place, and we, we need to become conscious of it if, you know, again, going back to one of the premises of the book, if we can only act within the world in which we see, um, do we see this world for what it is? And mm -hmm. it's a decidedly urban world. Yeah, and that's what we want to do the full-length podcast on. And uh, like you said, include uh, Dr. Baki and 
And we want to include also your questions and your comments or further observations about uh, what a downer Rousseau was or, mm -hmm. you know, or anything that we're talking about. <laughs> also, there, we, now and then we will throw in um, maybe a, a scriptural text if you want to take a look at that because we might make reference in this case. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that we would direct people to is, is two places. Um, the curious one is that we oftentimes talk, and this is a Ray Bakke-ism, so hopefully this will whet people's appetites, but that he, uh, he beautifully says that the Bible begins in a garden in Genesis, but the final chapter, Revelation 21, ends in a city. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that one of the things that Ray will argue for is that the Bible itself uh, is, is an urban text. It, the, the long arc is moving towards a city. But then specifically um, is looking at St. Paul um, in the book of Acts, uh, chapters 13 through 19. Um, and one of, one of the great arguments that can be made and that, you know, Leadership Foundations makes, Ray Bakke makes as a result um, of our relationship is that Paul was the first thoroughly urban person. Um, all of his work were done in cities like Philippi and, you know, uh, Galatia, mm -hmm. and, you know, the list goes on. Yeah. Um, and so he knew the importance of cities. He knew that if, if what was going to take place, um, given the mandate of Jesus to go out to all the world, didn't take place through cities, it wasn't going to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, so those six chapters, uh, Acts 13 through 19, um, are are remarkably important uh, as we think about kind of the biblical uh, proof text. So I would encourage people just to you know start at Acts 13 and read through those six chapters and and uh, begin to make notes to themselves. And again, as you've uh, so wonderfully done, invite questions about well, what did this mean or why did Paul yeah. do that? And yeah, and especially uh, uh, questions about or comments about um, urban mythologies that you know uh, people. Didn't people go to cities to hide from God, or mm -hmm. you know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, it's just you know those kinds of things that somehow we you know had uh, announced to us and, and maybe have remained unquestioned. That's what we want to mm -hmm. examine in the full podcast. So, and and one of the things I would just say real quickly to hopefully again get uh, our listeners' curiosity going is um, watch the way that Saint Paul treats every single city uniquely. So, for example, when he uh, is in Corinth, um, what method does he use? Mm -hmm. uh, when he goes to a place like Thessalonica or Berea, what method does he use? And one of the things that you begin to discover is that for Paul, um, cities become living, breathing organisms that demand their own individual response. And, and those are the kind of things we will want to uh, unearth um, that, again, Ray Bakke will do a, a great job of. Yeah, and so, uh, once again, our upcoming podcast will be on the urbanization of the world, Acts 13 to 19. Uh, get the Leadership Foundation book, and uh, pages 33 to 34 are the pages that we're re referencing in that uh, particular book. And, and actually, all of Chapter 2 is the okay. urbanization of the world. Yeah. Great. And so, uh, join us and uh, send your questions or comments to info at leadershipfoundation.org. Wonderful.